Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Maximum Octane, as always. I'm super excited to get about my guests today, because, again, I get to pick them. So what could be better than that? And how could you be more excited about getting to speak with somebody that you handpicked? So there's that. Just joining me today is Leslie Hunt, and Leslie is the Director of Donor partnership. That is a mouthful. How long is it till, did it did it take you to get that that uh down there for Hope of I'm, the Warriors? I'm gonna tell you what, it, it's been, you know, I've been with Hope for since the beginning with a a brief sabbatical along the way. And I've had so many titles that <laughs> I basically just say, I'm here to do whatever y'all need me to do because I love this organization and I want to make it bigger and better and help as many people as we can. But this this title has been around for about a year and a half, two years now, and I've said it wrong probably for the first half half of the year. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> title and it, and a great way to serve and you know be be called upon to help others. So I I think it's fabulous, and uh, hope for the warriors. I think is an amazing organization, and lucky for us, we get to work with them at ATI with our super conference this year. But even if we weren't doing that, then I still think it is and. I get a lot of emails about my hats and stuff, Leslie. So this is my version of, since we're talking about military stuff, like <laughs> paper ray. Hey, I so got there's you. that. There's that. <laughs> the black ray. <laughs> got to have a lot of sparkles in there. I'm a big, big fan of sparkles and I love your shirt. So how do I get one of those? Well, I'm going to say if you if you ask nicely, I might bring you one down when I come and see you in Puerto Rico in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. Is there are they on the website? Can I make a donation and get one? Uh, I think that we do have a store on there and I, I apologize. I haven't been on there in a while. I know we have in okay. the past. I'm actually bringing shirts down with me. Um, so a couple of different kinds. Uh, so you guys will have the opportunity to put that, that and some hats are going to be for sale, but everybody, everything else that I'm going to have with me are just going to be some nice giveaways that people can keep. But um, so if you're going to attend the uh, super conference in Puerto Rico, come by our table at the trade show and check, check them out. So for, and we're going to get into what you do there for your organization, but for many of the viewers and listeners, they will not be going to super conference or even know what the heck we're talking about. So where can they find you and information about it? I'm going to post all of the links, but you have events that are live throughout the country and different things that you do, right, that people can get. So we'll just jump right into that and start talking about what it is that you do and uh, 
what does Hope for the Warriors? Want to explain to us a little bit about who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. Okay, good. So, all right. Hold on tight, everybody, because I got a lot to say. <laughs> um, Hope for the Warriors is uh, was founded in 2006 aboard uh, Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune by two military spouses. And our mission is post 9-11, wounded, ill, and injured, their families and families of the fallen. It's, it's been such an interesting ride because, uh, you know, I started out as a volunteer back in 2005, actually, when we we started talking about Hope for the Warriors. And seeing the amazing work that has been done throughout all of these years and how progressive and in the forefront of what's next for our, our wounded service members, their families and uh, the families of the fallen. It amazes me that Robin Kelleher, who's still our president and CEO, also co-founder, is able to just keep uh, Hope for the Warriors in the forefront. You know, and one of the other things about Hope for the Warriors, and I will get into what we do, but it is personally... It's very close and near, dear to my heart. My husband uh, was in the Marine Corps for 26 years. Uh, he did four combat tours to Iraq and a year in Afghanistan. Everybody that we're helping, I consider them to be my family. They're my community. They're, they're basically what I grew up. They're people I grew up with for 25 years, which is how long my husband and I have been married. But it's not a job for me personally. Um, I just love being there for our community and helping everybody because it's such an amazing community. A lot of the, some of the different ways that we help at Hope for the Warriors is we want, there's so much, but I want to just start with the first thing when people come to reach out for Hope for the Warriors, they want to go to our website and uh, connect to services. They will fill out an application. They will receive a phone call within 48 hours from an intake coordinator. They will ask you some very hard questions. What's going on? Why are you reaching out to Hope for the Warriors? What's going on with your family? Uh, based on a very long, probably about a 45-minute conversation, they will then determine what kind of services and programs would best do you at Hope for the I'm sorry, Hope for the Warriors. Our goal first is to make sure that you're stable, you know, financially. Are you having a problem with um, your bills? If you are, why are you having a problem with the bills? Let's take a look at your budget. Um, let's see how we can get everything under control financially. Are you working? Are you looking for work? If you are looking for a better job or are unemployed, we have some amazing programs to help you transition and, and help with hiring. How about, okay, are you in school? Well, let's talk about education. We do have uh, scholarships here at Hope for the Warriors for spouses, caregivers. We wanna make sure that you're stable in all of those areas because you, if you're not stable, we can't move forward um, to help you become more resilient. Um, which is the second step. So we want to make sure that you're, you know, that you're strong, you're resilient, whether that's physically. Um, are you looking to get back into running or biking or swimming or kayaking or, I don't know, pickleball? <laughs> we have a community, we have, I'm sorry, a, um, a service member team, Hope for the Warriors. And that's one way that you can get involved uh, if you want to get back into sports. Um, we travel the country and do different races. Or say you just want to get back out hunting or fishing. Um, that's another one of our opportunities to get out there and get a little bit more physical. We also want to make sure that you're that you're strong mentally and emotionally. And this is what we're seeing a huge spike in here for the Warriors is mental health. I'd say that's probably one of our most sought after us programs and services. We do have licensed clinical social workers on staff here at Hope for the Warriors. Uh, they can that you can speak with and can kind of kind of help bridge bridge that gap from when you're getting out to um, until you can find a long time mental health professional. And what we're what we've been seeing this last year, well, gosh, probably for like the last eighteen months, I guess, 
Uh, let me go back. Since COVID, <laughs> you have COVID, then you have withdrawal from Afghanistan, you have uh, the war in Ukraine, and it's just seen our intakes triple uh, for people that are that have maybe even been out for a while, but it's triggering some PTS maybe wasn't dealt with in the past, or perhaps maybe there's traumatic brain injuries that they never really had addressed properly. And it's, it's really causing those to, um, up, you know, to bring those memories back to the forefront. And so they're reaching back out to us. Could be seven years, could be 10 years uh, since they've been in the military. So our goal is to make sure, again, that you're, you know, that you're, that you're, you're strong physically, mentally, and emotionally. Once we know that, then we want to get you into your community. We want to make sure that you have a connection to your community. We want to make sure that you're growing in your community. And one of the things that we find most valuable here at Hope for the Warriors is our peer-to-peer mentorship. It is huge. That is what so many people that are getting out of the military are missing, or even the wives for that matter. My, my Marine Corps spouse friends and I, we talk all the time. My husband's been out for five years. Where I, nobody where I live <laughs> has the experiences that I have now since we're not living in a military community. Same for my husband. Um, he's not even he's in a job where he doesn't even have like an office to go to or a team that he works with. So you miss that peer to peer connection. And when you're struggling through everyday activities or, you know, you're being triggered by something that you hear on the news or something that you see at work. They're finding there's nobody to talk to that they feel comfortable talking to that understands what they went through. So we actually have um, military veteran program uh, coordinators that are all veterans, and one of their jobs is peer-to-peer mentorship. So if if you become one of our clients and you would like to have that peer-to-peer mentorship, they will call you once a week. They will call you twice a week. They will call you once a month, whatever you need. We're not there to pester you or to bug you. We're strictly there to connect you with like-minded people that understand what you're going through. So peer-to-peer mentorship is huge. Now, I just said a whole lot of things. Backing up, <laughs> we are in the top 1% rated of all charities by uh, Charity Navigator. Um, so, we have- so before we get to I just want because you mentioned something in the beginning, and I want to make sure everybody heard it, about if somebody can pay their bills, it will help them pay their bills. But first, you help them look at their budget and why, because there's always a why. And what exactly. I see with a lot of organizations, military plants, any kind of organization or, or, or things, sometimes they, they give people money or they, you know, and they don't do anything to address the why. And so it's kind of that, you know, teach man a fish and they'll eat all the time, give them officially when I, whatever that saying, I think I said it, I said it right, but in different order. Anyway, I don't know. I'm stumbling on my words today, I guess, because this is a, a near and dear topic to my heart, but there's a reason for everything that people do, how, what people feel triggers, whatever in it. And if we just give somebody $20 or $1,000 or $20,000 and, and don't find out what is the driving force behind it, it's not going to get better and, and it, it, it's going to be in a vicious cycle. So I love that this organization says, hey, we can help you with money. We can help you pay your bill that's not paid, but let's figure out why. What's the root cause of this? So that you're stopping the pattern or getting them out of whatever happened. And and that's huge, I think. And again, not just in military organizations, but so many. There's so many wonderful organizations in, in the world that want to help people, that do things, that donate things. But it's 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 like a vicious 
cycle and, and they see the same people and over and over because there's nothing being done to treat the root of, of what's happening, right? So exactly. we are very much a hand up, not a handout organization. And we will be with you until you no longer need or want us to be with you, whatever that looks like. I can give you just a very quick example of a service member that was uh, severely wounded in Iraq and um, a lot, ended up down at Brook Army Medical Center down in San Antonio because he was severely burned. Was there for a couple of years. He had just gotten married right before he deployed, of course. So a uh, new wife goes down, uh, is there with him, but caregiver by his bed until he's well enough. He's getting ready to go back to the Marine Corps. He doesn't want to get out. He does not need to medically retire. And they are on a, they're in a, a parade celebrating uh, veterans and service members uh, down in Texas. And some of you may remember this. They were going over a train track and the train didn't stop. And so it hit the parade. Well, uh, both of them, he and his spouse were again injured. Uh, several people were killed in this, in this experience. Uh, they overcame that. Uh, they healed up. They went back to the fleet. He went back to the Marine Corps and she came down with cancer. So oh <laughs> telling you, they, resiliency, right? Right here. They were worried about the future. They didn't have any children. So they reached out to Hope for the Warriors for some support to perhaps help them in the future. And she was able to overcome that breast cancer. And now they have a beautiful three-year-old son. Um, he actually just retired. And I think he's going to run for office. So more to come on that. But this is just, it's a, you know, for example, bedside. There we were. Okay, you're good? Cool. All right, wait, you're moving. Okay, you want to, he wanted to get back into biking. So we, he got back into the community team. And he biked with our community team. I mean, our um, service member team. And cancer hit. Well, we're there for you then. And they're still, they're huge advocates of for, for the Warriors, but also an amazing couple. But that's just an example of when you need us, we're there. We're not going to pester you. We're going to check on you if you'd like for us to. If you don't, that's okay too. But there, there, there are so many stories like that. There are so many people out there that need help, that aren't asking for help, and we just want to help as many people as we can. And it's so frustrating because my job is to go out and get the money so we can help more people. <laughs> and I'm like, why don't you understand? Give us money, you know, and, I, and I'm not saying that to your audience, but it's just people don't understand the need out there is still so great that a lot of people cannot grasp. I can't even grasp. And I've been working with hope for so long. My guess, my point is that the need is still there. The need is great. And the need is, I, I would argue that it's growing. So I, I just, I really ask that each Let, one of let you- Yeah, and let's talk about that for a minute. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, again, this is not a political thing. I don't care what you think about military war, the government, whatever. I don't, I don't care what anybody's opinion is. And I can say that because it's my dang show. I don't care what your thoughts are. I don't care how you feel about it. But what, here's the thing that people don't understand because there's not on, you know, Wolf Blitzer on CNN or whatever every night showing bombings or whatever. People think that we're not at war, that there aren't any military people doing anything and this is a peacetime and everybody's just sitting around listening to music and, you know, whatever training things. And, and we are always at war. We are always at war somewhere. And that's what... I think a lot of people don't understand and, and they look at the military and they're like, well, what do I donate to that for? There's nobody. We're not at war. And we are there. There is never a time that we are not at war fighting somebody somewhere, whether you pay attention to or not, whether you care or not. 
it's out there and it's happening and and the people have a lot to to in their heads when they come home when they're on leave their families when they're gone and it's sort of like an a silent thing that everybody suffers through and it's not fair because again put everything political aside there's human beings out there making huge sacrifices and there's not a lot of support for them whether you know when they come with their families or whatever and and other people i talk to Leslie they'll be like well they get paid you know whatever and they live wherever so they don't have bills you know they that they're just rolling in bucks and they're not and it's not just the financial stuff it's it's the the emotional thing as as you said to being part of a community and peer so Sometimes people don't want to donate money, Leslie, as you know, to organizations because they're like, oh, all the money goes to whatever. And I'd rather give somebody I know is going to directly get the money. Can you talk about that and where like your ranking is? I know you had alluded to it a little bit earlier, but how much money actually goes to your people and uh, all of that? Because I think that's important. Absolutely. And this is where I would always tell people to make sure you do your due diligence, regardless of who you want to give your money to. Um, Because if it's a good organization, got no problem with that. We 90 cents, a little more than 90 cents out of every dollar goes back to our programs and services. Um, That is one of the reasons why we are in the top 1% rated charities by Charity Navigator. We've also received four star rating by Charity Navigator for the last 12 years in a row. I can promise you that if you choose to donate money to Hope for the Warriors, it will be well stewarded. If you can't afford it, that's okay. There are other ways to help Hope for the Warriors. Uh, We have a lot of opportunities to volunteer. Um, Oh, I should have put that in the uh, chat. I will before we go. Um, All you have to do is you go to the Hope for the Warriors and click on volunteer and register to be a volunteer. You will only receive information about opportunities that are in your area unless you also opt in for national opportunities, which would be our virtual opportunities. So volunteering is huge. We have, we probably have a hundred, maybe more events around the country every year. If you're in one of those locations and you want to go out and volunteer or support, love that. We'd love to have you out and do that. We have runs, we have golf tournaments, we have clay shoots, fishing tournaments, fishing battles, pickleball, (laughs) cornhole, picket, any of them, we have them all. But also what is so important is because we don't want to waste our money on advertising. Uh, We want to use that for our clients. So word of mouth is huge. If you would please just take the opportunity to go to the website, take a look, just research Hope for the Warriors, do your due diligence and and spread the word of hope. Uh, That's that's as valuable as you donating ten dollars. I, 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 you know, so many times that when you see for for charitable organizations and the money that's spent on advertising and I understand People have to get the word out there, but it's like, oh my gosh, so much of the budget is going to that. So I love that you are all able to do this on word of mouth and referrals. And I, you know, I was looking at some of the stats and since you started, is it, it, did I read correctly that it's been over 40,000 members of, and and military family members that you've been able to help? That's a big number, Leslie. It's staggering for a little old hope for the Warriors. (laughs) Uh, We are a national nonprofit. Um, We do help all branches of service to include the National Guard and the reserve units and caregivers, which I haven't even talked about yet. And I think I mentioned before when we spoke, they're kind of like the silent part 
arm of our veteran community. Uh, people forget about them, but they have a, a severely wounded loved one that comes home. And guess what? They become a full-time caregiver. Are they able to work? Do they know what they're doing? And they, you know, do they have enough money to drive them to their appointments? Do they know how to take care of all the medical things that need to be done? Uh, we do support our caregivers. We have a caregiver hub uh, that each one ca um, can be a part of, a Facebook page. We have retreats that they can come to. So that's just a whole nother arm of the military that people forget about. They can be self, not prescribed, self-named caregivers. <laughs> there's a there's a more, there's a better word. Um, caregivers are forgotten for everywhere. And, sure. and again, that's another sad, sad thing. It's like a silent, whole silent community. There, there are people family members, friends, non-family members that are taking care of people with cancer, with emphysema, with amputations, with strokes, with whatever. And they that, that becomes their entire life. And then they don't know what to do other than that. And many people get thrust into that job without any training, without any support, without whatever. And it, it really takes a toll on them. And we don't, we don't think about that. And those people seem to kind of suffer in silence and, you know, they feel like it's their duty to take care of whatever person and they try to be humble about it and they try to whatever, but it's like, what's their release? What, what, you know, how do they get help? And so I, I love, love that you're acknowledging that piece of it as well, because that's, that's, it's huge. There's just so much going on in the world that everybody, it's so easy to, you know, get caught up on all the Facebook posts and, you know, whatever other puppies and things. And it's like, there's just so many people out there that need help. And just, my gosh, just be a good human. Help right. some people, be a good human. Yeah, on, on, on your site and other things, you list employment. Is there, because here's the, the number one thing going on with all the business owners, doesn't matter what industry is, they're trying to find good employees. We call them internal customers, but they're looking for people to add to their team and they're, they can't find them anywhere. Is that when you have employment and, and the things on their website, is that something like a business can call you and say, hey, we're looking for three people that to do this? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, and I, I think what you're talking about is our Warrior, Warriors Compass program. And uh, we actually have, I'm going to put it in layman's terms. There's, I'm sure there are some official words, but this is how I understand it. <laughs> it is an indeed for military and veterans <laughs> called Job Path. And employers can sign up to be on this, what, not website, this list, uh, to, indeed, if you will. And every person that is on there is a military veteran. And that, so if your goal is to, we, what we're seeing across the board is a lot of organizations want to hire more veterans and they have a goal to hire a certain number of veterans and spouses. So Job Path is one of those places where if you choose to be a part of that, you can go in there and search through all of those uh, veterans and, uh, and spouses that are on there and select them. Now, a lot of those uh, clients that are, I'm sorry, yeah, a lot of those clients and veterans that are on there uh, seeking employment they have the opportunity to go through classes, you know, resume writing, how to dress for success. We have a lot of opportunities for our corporations to come in and speak to our clients um, and seminars, like a like kind of like a lunch and learn, um, and just share their um, ex their expertise in certain areas and allow the clients to ask questions. 
but we have a full team that, and I'm, I'm not doing it justice and I apologize, but it, it is, if you want to, if you have the opportunity to go on Warriors Compass and take a look, if you would like more information about it, please reach out to me to my email and I will put you in touch with the person that uh, runs that uh, program at Hope for the Warriors. I'm going to put it in the chat right now. That would be wonderful because that's every single business owner and every single person that has something going on right now. It, that's the number one thing we're facing in the country for every business. It's like if they could find, you know, good employees, they, they'd be set. It, it's, it doesn't matter who you're speaking to. You see signs in every restaurant, every doctor's, everything you're walking in, you know, excuse us, we're shorthanded, you know, we're, we're doing our best, you know, please be patient. And so, it's it's really a crisis in our country right now trying to find people that want to work and and do that so this is yet another option of yes. trying to 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 find people and and locate people and and get some good staffing so um, and for any of the veterans out there that are are struggling finding employment um that is certainly something if you go to the website click on connect the services and let them know that but it has a really cool tool that is a translator for military speak to civilian speak. Because I, I can't tell you how many times I hear, well, I did was drive a tank. I'm pretty sure that you did more than that. And so let's figure out how to put that into civilian speak so that people can understand the value that you bring to your organization. So that's just a really cool tool that we have through Warriors Compass as well. You know, I listened to a speaker a couple of years ago at one of our conferences, actually, and he was talking about the transition when he came out. And he said he, he was in charge of inventory and some, he explained it much more in detail. And But but the crux of it was he was responsible for, I don't know how many millions of dollars of inventory and, you know, all of the inner workings. And he came out and he couldn't even get a job at McDonald's, he said, literally, because he didn't have skill set that people felt translated. So I, I think it's amazing that you're helping to figure out a way to say, here's how you translate this is what you did into today's world because we, you know, and, and as business owners, we need to find people everywhere we can. We need to look and, and how, you know, we're, we're, where can we go? What places can we look for employees that we never looked before? And also I, I, I love that about this too. And just how passionate you are about it. And, and just, it seems like everybody there just really, really cares and feels this in their bones. Like this is, this is a mission. This is a calling. This isn't a, oh yeah, hey, I work nine to five over there at, 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 at this place. And I think, I don't know, I just, and just when you, when you speak to you and you hear you talk about it, it's like infectious and like, <laughs> I want to go do something there. I, I want to go do something there. So um, well, I, I think it's because I, I live it. I see it. I'm still living it with my husband. He still says things. And I'm like, you're civilian now. He's like, they don't understand. <laughs> like, no, they don't understand, babe. It's okay. You know, uh, I just remember when he was transitioning out, he was enlisted in the infantry for eight years. And then he went to school while I was in the Marine Corps, became an officer, decided he wanted to fly. So he flew Cobras, uh, flew the president for five years. Literally, when he was getting out, he's like, I don't know what all I know how to do is fly. I'm like, I don't think I think, you, again, I think you have a lot more experience. <laughs> you led all of this, you you know, all of these things. And it's just a whole different world. And a lot of my friends, husbands or wives are, are transitioning out right now. And 
it's it's interesting. I see them all go go through the same thing. This it, it probably takes us any veterans that are listening know exactly what I'm talking about. It probably takes a solid two plus years before they're comfortable in their skin in the civilian world. And you still see glimpses of it, but I can tell you that and I again I've been around Hope for the Warriors for a long time. I've seen a lot of people come and go, and the people we have we have an, a phenomenal staff here at Hope for the Warriors. And, um, and I, I truly feel blessed. I hope I don't ever have to work anywhere else because I love what I do. I really appreciate you coming in, sharing your story with me and our, our listeners and viewers now that we're on YouTube. And I hope that this inspires to me to do something. And if you don't want to be involved with military stuff or whatever it is that people think about, do something somewhere, be a better human, Make the world a better place. It doesn't have to be a big, giant thing. You can just do one little thing to do things better. And if there isn't anything else that you could do today after listening to this, if you would just take a moment to post the Hope for the Warriors uh, link on your Facebook page or Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that that you're doing with your spare time and social media and uh, just love that 90 cents on a dollar goes back to this and so, so many things, so many things in the business world that translates. I mean, there's just so many lessons in this. And again, my biggest takeaway is how you all look to really help the the root of what's happening and not just, you know, throw Band-Aids on, on, on things. And so for any organization that does that, regardless of what field they're in, I, I, I just hats off to you because it's hard. It, it's it's hard today. It's hard to raise money. It's hard to stay true to your your why and your mission and, and not get caught up in all the other steps. So all of the links will be down there. I'll post Leslie's email as well so that you can reach out. And anyone that has a business, I hope that you look at and see what's going on with the, the, the career part of it and the employment to be there. So Leslie, any closing words for our listeners? I just want to say if anybody has any questions about anything I've said today or any of our programs and services, some of which I did not do justice to, please email me um, and I, we can get on a call. I can uh, put you in touch with the, the proper person that can explain it in even more detail. Due diligence is huge. Just like she said, if you're not interested in military, but you 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 love dogs, you know, do your research before you before you give your money. You want to make sure it goes to a good organization. But I I I truly from a personal perspective, I'm so thankful to you, Kim and ATI for even being willing to to share this this 30 minutes with your listening audience because it means a lot to us. I'm so thankful and I really am looking forward to meeting you in person and, and uh, the, at the super conference. But also, um, if you go to hopefulthewarriors.org, which is um, the link to the website, and you are interested in purchasing some gear, um, look for the store on there, and that's where you can do that. Okay, awesome. I'm definitely going to purchase some gear because I like it. I just love the shirt and all of that. So thank you so much for sharing your story today. And I'm so inspired by your passion and your just everything. It's like I said, infectious. You can feel it. I can feel it. I have goosebumps. I have, and those are to me the best okay, kind of call that crazy. I'm not sure, but it is passion for the record. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. Everybody stay safe, make good choices and stay inspired. And we will be back next week. Bye-bye everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Optane. 
your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can. 